When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the What Are We Doing Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing Podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 128 of this podcast. We've been at it for 128 weeks, and you know, hey, 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 what are we gonna, what are we talking about this week? Who, what events? She said this, she did that. Who are we talking about? Who are we talking about this week? Go ahead. Go ahead. You know. Say it. Say your name. Go ahead. You can say it. It's okay. I want you to admit to yourself out loud, whether you're in the car, at your desk, on the phone, doing something important. Say your name right now because it, when you say your name out loud, your your stress immediately goes away. Your anxiety is gone. You don't even need to take your medication for the day. If all you do is just say your name one time, go to your bathroom mirror, look yourself in the mirror, say your name three times, and then poof, your life is butterflies and magical rainbows. We can't escape Taylor Swift. It's the country... It's the society, it's our economics, it's about to be our politics, it's our mental state, it's everything in between, it's Taylor Swift's world, and we're just living in it, babes. Get it together. Get it together right now. Every single NFL fan, fuck boy, who's like, fuck Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift's dumb. Why are we looking at Taylor Swift? Hey, guys, come on. Get it together. It's over now. You have no reason to hate her. You have no reason to dislike her. She is the all-being of the United States of America and assumingly the rest of the world as well. There is not a single thing that this woman does that does not have instantly one billion eyeballs on her and everyone now knows it. We fully understand the influence that she has. Why she has it? Listen, I it's, it's the music. I've said it before. It's not for me. I don't. It's not on the playlist. But I understand what she represents and how it comes across. But we needed someone to be number one. There needed to be a number one in the country. And unfortunately, due to his passing, MJ was no longer in the running. Yes, arguably still number one, even after his death. But we needed a living body to be the end-all, be-all. The physical being that we worship, that we look forward to, that we know nothing bad is going to ever come from her Instagram, the news around her, the headlines, the articles. Find me one negative headline about this woman. I'll wait. I'll wait. Fill up the comments with every single time that you've seen a negative piece of work said about Taylor Swift. She's everywhere. She is the alpha. She is the omega, okay? And guess what? We're realizing that now. Not we as in like me and you because we've been on the same page for a while now, but we as in like the United States government. Like the fact that the Democrats, the current administration, and President Biden, only they know that the only way that they would ever have a chance at beating Donald Trump and his team of goons 
at the 2024 election is to have nothing more than an endorsement from Taylor Swift. I mean, she's now infiltrated the bureaucracy of the United States. And so if we continue to go down the rabbit hole further and further and further, not only does, you know, Biden's team of advisors think that getting Taylor Swift's endorsement will win them the 2024 election. I mean, it's, it's, it's bad enough now that we have, we're even, we're even stirring up conspiracies via Travis Kelsey in the NFL. I mean, the, 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 the Super Bowl, if you believe any ounce of what TikTok says, uh, the Super Bowl has allegedly been scripted from the beginning. Not the beginning of the season because Travis and Taylor weren't dating then, but as soon as that started is when they started writing the script, allegedly, according to conspiracy theory TikTok. And, you know, do we believe it? No. But some people would have you believe that uh, the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, it's 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 the 13, all the 13s line up. The 49ers, 4 plus 9 is 13. It's going to be the 13th on the day of whatever it happened. It's a whole conspiracy theory now that uh, the NFL is scripted. I, I guess I don't, I don't fully understand. I mean, maybe... Some people could uh, venture to make that claim if, you know, it's like the WWE is obviously a thing, right? It's pretty much common knowledge at this point that, you know, everything that happens on the WWE and getting the belts and the, and the moves and it, most, some of it's real, but most of it's scripted and fake, you know, maybe not Vince McMahon's tw- uh, texting history, but, um, you know, so... Does it make sense that the NFL could possibly be scripted? Of course, but I don't think I don't think then betting would be such a thing that it is like that would somehow have an interference with the overall like if the script leaked then the bets would be I don't know there might be a legal ground there but I just think claiming that two celebrities like let's not let's not pretend that Travis Kelsey hasn't been a celebrity before he was dating Taylor Swift. I mean, the man makes, you know, like however many millions of dollars a year playing football, so did his brother, Donna and Travis. They, they've been at the whole influencer in the spotlight thing for a while. So we can't put all of that on them. And so when two celebrities like that get together, that's a just typically what happens and b uh, something that they can't help. And I don't think in my honest opinion that, you know, they would take it as far as like, okay, well, we're going to let the chiefs win. Like, how do you think, like if it's scripted, right? If the NFL is scripted and the chiefs making it to the Super Bowl was the overall plan, then how do you convince the, do you just have to convince the coach of the Ravens to say, Hey, use your shitty place. Don't, don't, don't win this game. Like, how do you convince him? I mean, obviously I know enough money's talks and it certainly does in this country, but how, how does one convince the entire team like to not play as good? Right. I mean money, but like, I don't know. So obviously the country and sports and and every major network and podcaster and company on the planet now knows how valuable Taylor Swift actually is. She's worth billions, of course. Like we all it, 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 duh. So um you know everyone's gunning for her. You know what I mean? I mean I, you can't blame her. You can't blame her. Some people think this game's about the Chiefs and 49ers, but we all know this isn't true. Then there's a reason every time Travis scores a touchdown, they pin the cameras to you know who. 
I've sold out football stadiums just like this. My ticket prices cost twice as this game's entices. Guess I'm just well liked. It's me. Hi, it's Taylor Swift. It's me. Listen, she can make it to the Super Bowl. She can make it if she has if the if the private jet is gassed up and ready to go, standing by. She's on it. Doors closed. They take off. I'm 99.9% sure she can make it to the Super Bowl. She'll technically be time traveling because of the way the world works. But, I mean, hey, she's Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? And so why not do everything in her power to get there? If she goes, it's going to be something spectacle, dude. Because guess what? No matter how much you hate her, no matter how much you love her, every single person will be watching and we're probably all going to be watching before we know she's there or not because we need to be watching to find out if she is right and so you know uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride next sunday so buckle up i mean i there's no official word you know there's no official word if she's coming yet uh and and i mean we're who knows, man? We'll see. It'd be crazy. It's it's going to be crazy either way. If she doesn't, then it's going to be the biggest, like, freaking rug pull, and everyone watching the Super Bowl is going to be a little pissed. And if she does, it's going to be the biggest surprise, and half the people watching the Super Bowl are going to be extremely pissed. And so, but the other half of us, you know what I mean, will be cheering on the Chiefs, Okay. Because, like this podcast said, we're the only ones who said it. As far as I'm concerned, I've Googled it. I've searched the YouTubes. I haven't seen anyone else cover this. So I'm 99.9% sure I'm the only one that predicted it. Last time Travis won his uh, Super Bowl back in like 2020, whatever year it was, he then immediately went back to Kansas City and put on his own Travis Kelsey Look at Me music festival where he had people like MGK and Luke Combs and like three other really kind of big acts perform. And so what better way to shut down the actual planet uh, than to not only get into and win the Super Bowl again, but to celebrate once more, Kelsey Music Fest 2.0. And guess who might potentially, will most likely be there? Like, you know what I mean? Let's schedule it appropriately, guys. But I'm pretty sure, like, why, what, are you kidding me? Like, you're telling me your, your boyfriend's putting on a music festival and you're a musical singer and you're not going to go and do at least a song, at least two or three? It would be, you know, like might take that uh, Travis Scott concert, give it a run for its money, you know. So um, the next few weeks are going to be just nothing more, nothing more of her. It's going to continue for the remainder. I'm almost listen. It's it's not. We're not slowing down. She she's only peaked at this point, and we're not slowing down anytime soon okay bitcoin's not crashing like the taylor the taylor swift stock is it's high man it's high it's high and there's uh there's 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 not much anyone can do about it and so as the news and the virality around her continues of course last night we have the grammys and uh, it was wishy-washy, touch or go there, whether Taylor was going to show up, whether she was going to perform or not. Some people speculated there might have been a surprise performance. Um, and But so she came. She came and uh, she conquered. And we'll, we'll get to her in a minute because I think there's a few other things that happened uh, at the Grammys. Of course, we'll bring it all the way back full circle to Taylor, baby. Don't you guys worry about it, okay? But... Um, so, you know what I mean? Uh, a few first, a few first at this year's Grammys. And you know what I mean? This couldn't have been a more, um, exciting moment. This couldn't have been a more earned, a more, I mean, she, she not only looks great, 
but just everything that this girl has been through uh, from uh, from being a, a child star on 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 uh, uh, you know the 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 Nickelodeon Disney Channel from 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 having her own show named after her and and just being through the ringer with with drugs and addiction and rehab and music and everything that that she's attempted to do it's finally uh it's just amazing it's incredible it's heartwarming to witness this uh incredible talented artist uh finally receive her flowers and win her very first Grammy, I mean, just claps all around to Amanda Bynes uh, for winning her very first Grammy at this year's show. Uh, no one saw this coming. No one knew uh, that I think I think we just might have overlooked her on the nomination. I'm not sure if we missed it, but Amanda Bynes, child star, uh, now singer, Amanda Bynes from the Amanda show. She had her own show. She had a few drug issues. Amanda Bynes won her first Grammy last night. And I think, uh, I mean, I, I jumped, I jumped up and clapped. I, I got excited. Um, I didn't even know she was going to be there. Uh, did she meet Taylor? You know, like it's, it's crazy. So, um, and her acceptance speech, the acceptance speech was, was just phenomenal. Um, I think we've got that pulled up here. Let's play Amanda's acceptance speech. What do you think of the black blonde color combination that I'm rocking? I really like it. I'm just not sure I'm going to keep it for that much longer. I want to go all blonde. Um, let me know what you think. Thanks so much. And I've got two direct opinions. One, she looks great. Two, she deserves it. And three, uh, I think all blonde. I think we go all blonde. We embrace the Taylorness. We can then add Amanda Bynes to the blonde bombshells of America, the Mount Rushmore we created on last week's episode. If you didn't see that, go back and watch it, please and thank you. Uh, and so once Amanda Bynes uh, goes uh, all blonde, Amanda Bynes, Amanda Bynes goes all blonde. I think I think it's only going to be up from here. Now that she's a Grammy winner. Uh, and, and now that, uh, she's finally got her life together, we'll get a little hair color in there and, and boom, bada bam, she's got it. She'll have it in the bag. Uh, and so, um, <laughs> uh, and so, you know, obviously, uh, Miley was there and she won her first Grammy as well. Uh, and, uh, we got a beautiful performance from her. She called out the audience cause they weren't singing along with the song and it was great. And Miley's great. She looked great. Some people didn't like the hair. I think she looked banging. Uh, she called out the paparazzi for uh, using iPhones to take photos of her. Like, uh, you know, like it's Miley Cyrus, babe. And so she won. She got that Grammy uh, song of the year for flowers, I think. And then she did end up winning a second one as well. So now two-time Grammy Award winner, and she was sure to, of course, uh, in a uh, wonderful and appropriate uh, Miley fashion, uh, she didn't forget to thank everyone or anyone in her speech, uh, but she might not have uh, remembered to wear underwear, of course. And so she loves letting us know the fine details of her life. And there's no one else like her. There's no one else like her. There's no one else like Miley Cyrus, maybe Taylor Swift, but there's no one else like her because she's been through it all. You know what I mean? She's been through the child acting and the drugs and that whole phase of her life. And now she's making the good music, just like Amanda Bynes. And, and she's killing it. And so now Miley has her awards as well. And then switching gears to the, uh, the hip-hop rap category... Um, so we have, uh, the nominees, uh, the nominees were, uh, Drake, Travis Scott, Metro Boomin, and, uh, Killer Mike. And so, uh, everyone was pretty, pretty on board, pretty on board with either Travis Scott, maybe Drake, maybe Metro, maybe Metro to win. And this is exactly, this is exactly how it went. 
And the Grammy goes to scientists and engineers. Killer Mike. Hey, name one Killer Mike song. Hey, hey, besides the one that they just showed on the thing that he won the award for, name one Killer Mike song. Name one other. Name one Killer Mike album. Name one Killer Mike appearance. Name one other Killer Mike instance. I'm sorry. Like, I know I'm not that deeply rooted in the culture, but like, you know, as a 90s gen kid, I grew up with a little bit of hip hop and like, I'm still kind of in it to this day. And so, um, hey man, who's Killer Mike? Like, wh why is Killer Mike winning three Grammys? He swept the category. He swept them all. He got all three of them. And... No one's the wiser. No one in the goddamn room, except for the people with him on stage, let alone the rest of the country, knows who Killer Mike is. Name one to two Killer Mike songs without using Google. Like, what song did he win for? Let's find out right now. What song did Killer Mike win the Grammy for? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Scientist and engineers. Uh, now, okay, listen. The song featured Andre 3000. That, that has its pull. I get it. I understand that that has its weight and was most likely considered in the algorithm. That makes a lot of sense. But Drake? Utopia? Travis Scott? For the, what are we, the fucking, the bop with Jay Cole? Like, where are the people who vote on this? And of course, we have the answers because Drake wasn't bothered to be there because I'm pretty sure he knew he wasn't going to win. Uh, and his response was on Instagram, uh, basically saying that like, hey guys, you can Google it just to let you know. Uh, the Academy, they don't even reveal their identities. It's a random private group of people who makes all of these decisions and they have no, whatever the bias is, is what it is. And we just, there's no way to control it or do anything about it. And so, uh, that's why we have situations where, uh, rapper Atlanta, listen, I get it. He's from Atlanta. Andre 3000, it's the rap scene. I understand. Like, I, Felix and JMC and that whole studio over there, they probably know. Carlos, 280 plus. They probably know who Killer Mike is. I, I get it. But as far as the mainstream, the radio, the Spotify playlist, the Pandora, the everything, I have lists. I literally, I have a Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, and, and, and YouTube Music account. I pay for multiple premium music streaming services. I'm a DJ. It's what I do. I just have them. That's it. And I have never once, and I use them sporadically throughout the day, all day, every day, throughout the week. It's just ADHD. I jump back and forth. Some have good playlists. Some don't. Some are better. So you get it. Trust me. If you're an audiophile, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Spotify sounds better. If I'm using my AirPods, I use Apple Music. It makes sense. Shut the fuck up. And so... I've never seen a Killer Mike song. I've never heard of it. No one's ever mentioned it to me. Not, not Kodak, not shit. I've never, I, it's just, there's not until 24 hours ago, I must just be out of uh, the societal norm. I don't know. I don't know. But scientists and engineers won, uh, won it. And so let's, uh, let's listen to like three seconds of that. Scientists and engineers, um, because you know they'll they'll probably kick us off immediately. I I I mean I get it. Okay, Killer Mike, Future, Andre Three Thousand, Aaron Allen K. Like I get it. I get it. He stacked the deck. It makes sense, right? Where it's not pretend like Drake and J Cole weren't, you know and coats together either. So fine, dude, it makes sense, but it's still, I don't know. It still seems off. It still seems off. And then 
to put icing on the entire top of the cake, they arrested him. They arrested him before he could even, he walked right off the stage and before he could even put a shot of alcohol in all three of his Grammys for him and his friends to take, the police showed up, they put handcuffs on him and they took him out the door and he's been arrested and it's just set another viral moment. And if, you know, I, I don't know. It's a strange situation. It's a strange situation and there's probably politics involved that I'm just unaware about. Maybe I'm going to let, I know for a fact that 280 plus probably has something coming. If Carlos doesn't have something in the chamber, we'll know for sure soon what exactly happened here. I, you know, hey, this is, it is what it is. It is what it is, I guess. And so uh, that, that, that was pretty much, that was pretty much the, um, the rap category. And so, um, and so of course, of course, we have to get to the album of the year and the anticipation and the buildup and the nominees and the Celine Dion and everything leading up to this moment. And let's not even forget to give our props and our applause to Trevor Noah, the host, who 1,000% and accurately and appropriately and perfectly pulled off what is supposed to be a joke about the NFL and Taylor Swift. Terry Crews was involved, and he got Taylor to laugh. If you can get the billionaire princess to laugh, then that's what you gotta do. And so as soon as she gets done laughing, she's got to be escorted away to get ready for an appearance or something else. And so uh, they announce the winner album of the year goes to Taylor Swift. And guess what, babes? It's her 13th one. It's her 13th Grammy. It's the number 13. It's her year. This is her moment. She won the Grammy. And, you know, hey, props to her. We couldn't be more proud. Midnight wins the album of the year. Uh, You know, of course, she's surprised. She doesn't know what to do. She can't handle herself. Oh, my gosh. The camera's cut to her. And now everyone's a little up in a tizzy now because what happened next seemingly... Uh, I think maybe the internet is just grasping at straws at this point and we're trying to tear her down. We're trying to tear Taylor down. Hey, motherfucker, don't you goddamn dare. Don't you try it. Don't you attempt to. You're not tearing Taylor down. Did she fully embrace her team, her supporters, her producer, her best friend that was on stage with her? Yes. Was Celine Dion the presenter of the award, yes. Could she have acknowledged her a little bit more before taking the award out of her hands? Yes, but she's just the presenter. I, I think in the moment, listen, in the moment, you get you, she's caught, she just won her 13th Grammy. Her net worth just went up. The Taylor Swift ETF stock cryptocurrency just went through the roof. She should have one. I'd put every dollar. I put every dollar, I'd run the companies on it. Taylor Swift needs a cryptocurrency and it needs to take, that's how she takes over the country. If she wants to support the United States federal government in some form of way, fix the fucking economy. Make a Taylor Swift coin, put, you know, a billion of your own dollars in it because you don't need it and that's how much you love the people and let's keep it pumping up. And every time she wins a Grammy, every time she announces a new album, every time she goes on a world tour and sells out, every time she makes another billion dollars, every time she gets another billion streams, the cryptocurrency grows and grows and grows. And everyone who earns it, everyone who owns it, is just now even more, even more wealthy. And she takes over the United States economy. And instead of the United States dollar, we're literally now all trading in SWIFT coin. 
because it's worth more, it's valuable, and for every dollar, you can probably 10 to 100 exit. Who knows, by 2025, if we launch this now, we get Taylor to back 100 million, 150 million, maybe even a billion of her own, and then we just go, babes, and we take this cryptocurrency to the fucking moon. Why not? Like, let's, let's, let's do something in this country, because at this point in time, we're, we're all we're doing is, is, is reelecting the same old dudes for the 15th or the 45th year in the goddamn row because they keep approving the bills we want them to, just like the $118 billion bill that they just passed. And um, $60 billion of it is going to the Ukraine, $30 billion of it is going to Israel, and the remaining $20 billion is uh, for uh, weapons and ammunition and more bombs so we can continue doing what we're doing uh, to Yemen and all the other third world countries that were inevitably, listen, no one's officially said it, but this is World War Three, babe. We're in it. it. You know what I mean? We haven't kicked it off yet, but it's here. So buckle up. Get ready. It's probably going to be a wild wild next four to five years. So that's fun. And so why not have some fun while we're at it? Because if our country, if our government can just poof, create out of thin air and, 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 and have $0 left because we're sending it all to other countries, $120 billion when we cannot invest any amount of that into our own country's infrastructure, the border crisis, we'll get to that in a minute, the, the homeless population, the water in Flint, Michigan, the water in East Palestine, Ohio, the, 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 the poverty rate, the inflation, everything that the average American human deals with on a goddamn daily basis the healthcare crisis in the country, the mental health crisis, the freaking opioid crisis, freaking Johnson and Johnson's on trial right now, and we're grilling them, babes. It's a little, it's going a little bit better with the Johnson and Johnson trial uh, than it is with the social media trial. Don't really want to cover it because it's just a bunch of bullshit of them saying like, "Why is Facebook killing our kids?" And Mark Zuckerberg's like, "It's not. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry that this happened." And, you know, then they ask him about the Wi-Fi password. But the Johnson & Johnson trial, they're grilling her. They're like, bitch, these leukemia pills are $400. The, the average person needs one a day. It's like 18 grand a person. It's like $80 billion a year for your company. And when we make a bill to, like, you know, lower that cost substantially, legally, that you have to do it, you and your people sue us. Why the fuck is that happening? And she's just like, well... I, I, I'm not an expert in that and I don't really have those numbers in front of me, but all I can say is, uh, fuck you because we're an $80 billion company. And so, uh, that's currently happening. So why not have, why not? If Taylor wants to make a change, I strongly suggest that right now she spends at, at minimum a hundred million of her own dollars to hire crypto developers to make a swift coin and then fully back it with a hundred million to five hundred million. And if she wants to go crazy, put a whole bill in there and let's stimulate the United States economy. I guarantee you at whatever cap it sets on opening day one, you're going to have whales like Dave Portnoy, the other billionaires, the Andrew Tates of the world, all of the YouTubers, all of the millionaires in this country will put tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars into a Taylor Swift coin. And then the people like us that have tens of thousands of dollars will be able to buy some and then hopefully rank up amongst with some of those other people because of the value and it going up and our diamond hands. I think this is a great idea. I think this is a great idea and someone needs to pitch it to her. If she wants to do something for the American people, it's as simple as this. Don't make it a game. Don't make it an NFT. Just make it a strict stock. Make it a Taylor Swift ETF that you can buy on Robinhood. And I guarantee you, she changes the lives of thousands, if not tens, if not hundreds of thousands of Americans. I'm just saying. 
So she won her 13th Grammy. And um, you know what I mean? She's excited about it. Yeah, she might have dissed Celine Dion, but get over it. Who cares? She's old news anyways. So uh, here she is. She's ready. She's got her acceptance speech. She can't believe it. And what does she do for the fans and for everyone watching? She lets us know that it's been two years in the making and that her new album, The Diary of a... The Secret Life of Pets, poet, poetic, the poetic circle, poetic justice, something, something about poetry and the author or whatever it has to do with poetry. And she's got some sexy photo for the cover photo. And I mean, it looks good. And so guess what? April 19th, April 19th, we're getting an all new Taylor Swift album, not a Taylor's version We've never heard this before. It's two years in the making. Taylor Swift. Um, so it's crazy. Taylor Swift's new album is, is, uh, is coming soon. It's coming soon. And I don't think uh, we could be more excited for uh, the uh, Tortured Poets Department which is the name of it. So, you know, it's, ah, wow. April 19th, get ready, buckle up, babes. Hey, what else happened? Wait a minute. April 19th. Do you think it's a coincidence that Taylor Swift, hold on, what? Uh, what happened on April 19th years ago? Uh, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. On April 19, 1775, the American Revolutionary War began. The American Revolution. She is the American Revolution. Okay. And does it also happen to be national like cat owners day? Uh, I'm pretty sure, right? Let's look that up. Let's get a confirmation. April 19th, National Cat Owners Day. Calling all feline lovers, National Cat Lady Day is just around the corner, April 19th. Does she make these holidays, dude? April 19th, the American Revolution, because she is one, and we get, damn, the Tortured Poets Department with a sexy, sleek photo, black and white on the cover. Couldn't be better. Travis Kelsey's cream in his pants, and I think we all are too. I mean, it's, woo, I told you, it's not going to stop. If she would have launched, if we would have started that cryptocurrency at the beginning of 2024, can you imagine the gains? It probably would have been up 30 40% by now. And guess what? Now that she's got the Grammy, here we are in February, uh, March, Guess what? February Super Bowl Tokyo show. If she shows up to the Super Bowl, stock goes up. After that, it might not be as exciting in March. But then guess what? April's right around the corner and we've got a new album. So that'll take us directly into May and into the summer, which then I'm sure we're probably in the realm of the territory of the second leg of the Ares Tour in the United States. So guess what? The stock's going to then go up even more. And then every city she goes to after that, the stock goes up even more. Am I a genius? I want 10%. I need someone to call me. I need to figure out how we get a Swift coin developed with the backings of Taylor Swift and her entire entourage. It's going to change the lives of the American people. And so um, look out. Look out for the new album. And that's all anyone can really talk about. And so that's going to be the news. That's going to be the news for the next three to six weeks. I've already dedicated 35 minutes about now, maybe going on 40 of this podcast to Taylor Swift. And I couldn't be more excited to see what she does next. If she shows up to the Super Bowl, I, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. You know, they're going to wheel her in in like a hot dog cart or some shit, because there's no way. There's no way that girl is walking into that stadium. I, I don't know, maybe. Maybe we'll see, but Vegas 
is going to be wild if she is there that night. I can't imagine the parties. I can't imagine anything else. Listen, it's at the point now where, uh, look, I think the House of Representatives and the current administration, what we need to do, we need to egg Taylor in the room and we just need to give her the country. Make her the president, wipes, get, get rid of that whole thing. Get rid of the presidency, the vice president, the cabinet, make her queen. Go whatever route, whatever route of England, we're going back, babes. We're going back in time, just like she's going to do to get to the Super Bowl. And we're going to freaking, we're going to re-enter that whole system that England still has going on. And we're making Taylor Swift the queen. She's the queen. She's the president. Put her in charge. Why not? And if she doesn't want the presidency, persuade her. There has got to be something that she wants that she cannot obtain, that money cannot buy, that the United States government can give her, whether it's a country, whether it's a, a, a plot of land that, that isn't for sale, whatever it may be, get the FBI on it, get the CIA on it, get whoever else, whatever other three-letter federal government agency who's been known to kill or do you know, spy-type illegal things in the past, get those guys, wake them up, and be like, hey, Taylor Swift needs this done, and then all of our problems are going to go away. We diminish the parties. We keep the Republican one because Donald Trump still wants to pretend like he's going to you know, do something one day. So we let him just kind of take that and run with it and let him just run Mar-a-Lago as if it's the United States and he can be president of Mar-a-Lago. And then we'll just give it all to Taylor. We'll give her whatever she wants, persuade her to be the leader of the country. If we don't make Taylor Swift the leader of this country by 2025, we're out. Megs and I already have a few other countries picked out, and we're just moving. We're getting all the cash. We're liquidating the house. We're pulling out all the credit cards. I'm maxing out loans. I don't care what the interest rates are. I'm getting as much cash as possible, and I'm spending 80 grand on a mansion, beachfront, Dominican Republic. That's where I'll be for the rest of my life. I'll run my companies because all I'll need is a laptop and the internet and I'll live good and I won't have to worry about anything that the United States is doing if she is not made the leader by this time next year. By this time next year, by Grammy number 14, if not 15, she might get multiple next year with the new album. With a new album? Oh, that's funny because now she's won like album of the year four times. So she's in this category with a few other artists, and if she wins one more, uh, she's got it. She's got it in the bag. It's the most anyone's ever won. And, you know, what's absolutely hilarious is that on the flip side of that, uh, you have Beyonce, who unfortunately has never won Album of the Year. And that was made vocal by none other than her husband, whose literal job now it would seem, I'm sorry, listen, I'm a Jay-Z fan, okay? I like the music. But when he doesn't put out an album, you know, once every five, whatever, however many years, and this is all, listen, the only thing that Jay-Z now does on a daily basis is worry about who's going to be performing at the next year's Super Bowl and letting the world know that he thinks it's unfair that his wife, Beyonce, has once again not won an award. Every single chance that Jay-Z gets, it's, ah, uh, well, Beyonce didn't win again. Beyonce didn't win again. Look, friggin' Kanye West was trying to put a pin in this years ago on the MTV channel. Kanye West was trying to freaking warn us all. He was trying to put a stop to it then, and ever since then, you know what I mean? We've, got, we've gotten Yeezys and, and Kim Kardashian, and now this other girlfriend of his or wife, I think, that, that he wants to be Kim Kardashian, and he doesn't put any clothes on. And so, and when you ask him about it, he gets real mad. He gets real mad. Cameras. I know it's funny, you you're cameras. a celebrity. And so, um, basically, uh, you know, 
uh, it's just Jay-Z now. He got some form of Grammy, like, legendary. He's been in the game for so long. He's done so much for the industry award. I don't know what the name of it was. And so, of course, he took the time in his acceptance speech to pretty much bash the Academy and let them know that once again, you know, some little girl, as he put it, uh, is enjoying her moment and Beyonce didn't win album of the year. And look, dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Look, I get it. It makes sense. Beyonce is the second best, but when it comes to the numbers and the sales and the streams and the audience and the ticket prices and the lines and the merch and everything that surrounds Taylor Swift. I'm sorry, the math for Beyonce has nothing to do. Like, yeah, sure, she might be a better singer. She might be a better performer. I'm not knocking that. I think she might be better in a lot of different categories than Taylor Swift. Guess what? I play more Beyonce songs at my wedding than I do Taylor Swift songs. That's just how it is because she has a little bit better music. But when it comes to the fans and the influence and the numbers and the audience, it's just there. And I'm sorry, it's not for Beyonce. And one day, one day, just like Miley, just like Amanda Bynes, just like the 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 three girl band that no one else has ever heard of that they got their first Grammy last night and 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 Killer Mike Beyonce will hopefully one day soon get her album of the year okay but for now she's going to have to unfortunately sit in the back with her cowboy hat on and just let it ride out okay you can keep putting Blue Ivy on stage as many times as you want. It just That's just how the cookie has crumbled. And it's unfortunate, but it's a Taylor Swift world and we're all just living in it. So, um, you know, he was a little pissy there, but we all will get over it one day soon. And, you know, hey, maybe if he wants Beyonce to win a Grammy or be recognized, even bigger and more than she already is, because let's not pretend that she's not a billionaire too. Beyonce is also a billionaire female artist. So like, hello, give her the Super Bowl. Jay, you want her to make waves? You want it to be a big splash? You want Beyonce to win the awards? Give her the Super Bowl. Like, what are we doing? What do you mean? You have that ability. 2025, better be Beyonce. And if not, then you didn't do everything in your power that you could to give your wife the trophy. And listen, if that's the case, then that has to be the case. You can't just leave it up to chance and hope that this private group of room, you know, people in the room, I'm sure the group is diverse, but I'm also pretty sure that there's probably a higher percentage of white people. And that's just how it goes in this country. And it's unfortunate I'm not one of them, but, you know, it may or may not have something to do with it. So, you know, Beyonce, uh, Beyonce took it, you know, on the chin. And uh, it was a W for Taylor for the 13th time. And uh, unfortunately, that's what it is. So, um, you know, that's the Grammys, bro. That's the Grammys. Way better than that last one. Joe Coy, whatever the hell that mess was. Taylor didn't laugh. People booed, like he blamed the writers, like, holy hell, thank goodness. Uh, the Grammys was great. So, you know what I mean? Miley got her too, uh, and uh, a few other people uh, won as well. But those are the main, those are the main points. I'm sure, I'm sure by now uh, you've all seen the news, and man, it's, uh, it's been a long time coming. We weren't sure what we were going to do uh, when our time with Spotify was up. But as you can uh, you see from the headlines and everything else that this podcast, the What Are We Doing podcast, we have officially renewed our contract with Spotify exclusively uh, for a deal. I won't give you a certain number, but some of the outlets are saying that uh, you know it's upwards of $250 million dollars. Um, and so we renewed that with them and 
On the flip side, not only is the What Are We Doing podcast staying exclusively with Spotify, they're now allowing us for the year of 2024 to produce and uh, push and repurpose the podcast to every other major platform. So be sure uh, to be on the lookout to not only watch the What Are We Doing podcast on Spotify, but will now be on iHeartRadio, YouTube, Apple, Anchor, every single podcast platform in addition to Spotify. Of course, we are still Spotify first, uh, but we have officially renewed our $250 million deal with Spotify. Um, and uh, we have now taken Joe Rogan's place. And so uh, I don't know where his podcast is going to go, um, but basically it was up in the air between uh, him and us. Um, Call Her Daddy got renewed. They got the same deal. They got their money and they're being distributed to every other platform now as well, not just Spotify. Listen, what happened was Spotify realized that it wasn't going to be the end-all be-all for podcasting if they actually wanted their artist and their exclusive uh, artists and podcasters to do well, we've got to put them on other platforms uh, because it's a pain for me to have to watch Joe Rogan on Spotify when I love and use and pay for YouTube uh, premium. So you know what I mean? So I love that now and that's going to be great. So now I get to watch uh, Call Her Daddy uh, on YouTube as well. So the negotiations were tough. It was between Joe Rogan and us. Um, and honestly, basically, it came down to uh, the setup and the producer. Um, we were both, Joe and I, both going in for $250 million. Um, but the issue was with Joe Rogan comes young Jamie. And young Jamie needs paid. And young Jamie can't fund his like Twitch stream that he does sometimes and his Tesla habits and everything else that he buys. I think sneakers and everything. Uh, so Jamie needs a salary. And so that came in at about 150 million. So at the end of the day, Joe Rogan was asking for uh, 400 million and I was only asking for 250 because uh, I just turn a light and a camera and a few other things on and that's it, babes. We don't got producers. We don't got editors. And my, my clipper, uh, Jeff, shout out to you. Um, he's, he's affordable. So, uh, you know what I mean? I came in at about 250 million. Rogan was at almost double that. So naturally in order to keep as much content exclusive on their platform as possible, Spotify ended up renewing the, what are we doing podcast, caller daddy, uh, and a few others. And now the fate, unfortunately of the Joe Rogan podcast is up in the air, um, when we were in the room and in the meeting together, uh, we just basically, uh, Amazon, Amazon was thrown around. Um, I know Sirius just gave like Jason Bateman and all their friends like a hundred million dollar deal. So listen, do I think Joe's going to get what he's asking for? Maybe I doubt it in this economy, but like, Hey, it's Joe Rogan. He does the numbers dude, but, um, you know what I mean? So uh, he might go to Amazon. He might go to Sirius. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but honestly, it's it's up in the air right now. The fate of the Joe Rogan podcast. He's probably going to put out like an episode this week and talk about it. Maybe. I don't know. He might be keeping it under wraps. He might do his own thing. Honestly, it'd be smart. It'd be smart. Now that I have taken over the number one spot on Spotify, thanks to my new deal with them uh, via the Joe Rogan experience, they, Joe might just start his own, you know what I mean? Like expand the mothership, have a podcast studio there and just start his own network, charge people $5 a month, go to jre.com and you get all the episodes you want and boom, bam, $5 a month quickly becomes, you know, 50,000, 500,000 a month. And now he's making, he's making millions a year. He keeps all of his advertisers. He's still going to get money from like AG1. He'll take you know, me undies and whatever other advertisers are definitely going to come his way. He'll supplement the income from that and, you know, start his own thing. Um, but you know, Joe doesn't really need Spotify anymore. So we were happy to take that spot from him. I'm still waiting. I don't think the money, 
I don't think the money has uh has hit the account yet. Um but uh we're just waiting on that check to come through. So um we'll see. You know what I mean? We'll see. Uh you know, the team at Spotify has been great and I can't thank them enough. Um, you know what I mean? It's certainly going to uh listen, the podcast isn't gonna change. Just because I now make, you know, nine figures. Uh, or have that in the bank, you know, just because I have a shit ton of money now, I'm not gonna, you know, go out and just buy a warehouse and you know, turn it into Corpo wedding venue, podcast studio, 3d printer racks, like the whole thing to run about three to five to six businesses out of it during the week and then host events and weddings and other things on the weekends to supplement the income and just make it a well-oiled machine uh, that I've been talking about for the last few months with some friends of mine, and that's pretty close to becoming a reality really soon. I wouldn't do that, okay? So uh, I'm going to stay humble, you know what I mean? You might see a cockroach crawl over me every once in a while, uh, but, you know, because, you know, money doesn't change me. So you won't see the podcast really change at all in quality or quantity or anything like that. But just know we've officially uh, taken over uh, the Joe Rogan experience uh, with a $250 million deal with Spotify. And their fate, you know, is, 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 is up in the air. He might go to kick, you know what I mean? He might go to like a live stream. He might do a kick thing. He might do like a Twitch deal. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but we're still going to watch. Obviously we're still fans of the JRE. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's been pretty great. It's been a pretty great, uh, last few weeks here, uh, at the, uh, at the, what are we doing podcast studios? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the, what are we doing podcast? My name is Levi McCurdy. And if you haven't done so, please check the links below. I am removing all of our affiliate links, I think, from here on out from the clips that we put up uh, just so we can dedicate the description space to uh, the content and details of those clips. A little bit of a strategy we're trying to do for 2024. So our affiliate links uh, and all of our sponsors uh, will be linked down below in our full episodes only. So be sure to check that out. Uh, check out our friends at Gel Blaster. Uh, check out our friends at Blue Chew, our friends at Visible. Listen, in 2024, you have got to get rid of that phone bill, dude. If you're on Verizon, T-Mobile, uh, AT&T, any, any of the big carriers, are they're ripping you straight off, dude, okay? At minimum, like, your one-line plan is, like, anywhere from $50 to $70 a month. Uh, and you know, and if it's on that lower end, you're only getting like 4g speeds, no hotspot, no HD streaming, none of that shit. It's basically the plan for your grandparents. And so you're going to want a little more, obviously, you know, when you're out and about, you want that premium data. So you're going to pay anywhere from 75 to $90 a month and don't fall for these like switch to Verizon and get a free phone, a free iPad and a free Apple watch deals. Because guess what, babe, that phone, that iPad and that Apple watch all required a Verizon data package. And so now you're looking at a hundred to 125 to $150 for one person on Verizon. And I don't know about you, but I've got two. And so we're looking at anywhere from 175 to $250. It's crazy. The main carrier package prices, as much as they tell you, oh, four lines, $25 a line. Sure. That's only a hundred bucks a month for your whole family, but you still, I'm telling you at the end of the day, it's a lot more than that. You need to visit our friends at visible. Go to wadpod.com backslash visible and you're going to get the entire year. I think this is still going on. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure they're still running this year's promotion. You get the entire year for $20 a month, $20 a month. I'm on visible and I'm paying more than that. And it's still less than Verizon. Megs and I have the top tier plan. We got it at $45 a month, but right now I'm pretty sure you can get that plan for a little bit more than half off, check out our friends at Visible. Check the links in the description. 
Uh, trust me, they're only there to help you guys out. You save a little bit of money. You'll get everything you need. Uh, for now, the future, your cell phone, gifts, whatever you need, it's in the description down below. Uh, check out wadpod.com backslash YouTube. We're seconds away from 1,300 subscribers, trying to hit 2,000 this year. Let's pump it up. wadpod.com backslash YouTube. Hit subscribe. Hit the like button. Check the clips. Watch the shorts. Watch the full lengths. Hit the playlist. Check out our friends, uh, the 280 Plus podcast as well. He's got more episodes coming this week. Check out JMC. The JMC podcast uh, with our friend Felix, he was here a few weeks ago, is back, babes. His episode dropped last night. Two-part interview series. You've got to check it out. You're not going to want to miss that. Um, So check out our friends. Check out the description below. Support us. Follow us. If you don't have a dollar to spare, just hitting share is free. You're doing it for the big brands anyways. Help out the smaller guys. I know we're not small anymore thanks to our $250 million Spotify deal, but you know what I mean? We still need that push. You don't get that type of deal without the help of the shares and the pushing. You know what to do. Hit that like button. This has been another episode. My name's Levi McCurdy. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'll catch you next week. Peace out, everybody. This is the What Are We Doing podcast.